Hey Trippers, Joe here. Hey Trippers, Joe here. Hey Trippers, Joe here. And your favorite Witch Witch Jordan. <laughs> hey Trippers, Joe here. <laughs> and welcome to On the Road with Joe. And Joe. And Sandy. And, and Lady. Beacha. Haha. <laughs> well, Sandy actually had to be a part of the episode because she literally saw you get it out. She won. <coughs> and then now she's laying up here at the microphone because she wants to be a part. Yeah, Dad, when's it my time to shine? Never. Never. Because you're a black soul, Sandy. Ooh. I'm just kidding. She's a very pretty angel baby. Yeah. She's just very scared of everybody. She's scared. She's scaredy. She's scaredy cat. Well, she's learning. She's learning, yeah. She let men touch her on tour. Wow, Sandy. I know. For the first few stops, I guess to be fair, I didn't let anyone really touch her that didn't already know that she's vicious, air quotes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I do just let people know that she is vicious, like, can be vicious. <laughs> has has tendency of viciousness. <laughs> vicious tendencies, yeah. no fucking doubt. Even like, to me, she grabbed at me once this weekend because I had my headlamp on and she had no idea it was me for a second. I was a little pissed off, but as soon as she saw it was me, she bowed her head and was so submissive, like extra submissive when she realized it was me. She was like, oh no. I didn't mean to. I didn't know it was you, mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cute. cute. Yeah, it was so cute. She felt so bad. Because <laughs> she meant it, and you could tell, you know. Mm -hmm. But then she was protecting a friend of ours, which is really cute to see that she's like able to love other people more than, not more than us, but I mean like more Including than just us. us. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. You're learning, Sandy. I know, I know. Finally. It's about damn time. But it does suck that's the uh, one person she trusts and she lives in like a completely different state <laughs> than we would, <laughs> you know, so we're going to have to find somebody eventually in our soon-to-be home state. Yeah. Yeah. That we can trust with a Sandy. I can help out with little Sandy. We're checking in this time from Fairfield, Ohio. Chilling out today. Getting the van re- uh, reset up from excuse me exploding over here from this weekend and before we get into that some we got some biddiness for you biddiness kick us off baby you already know the drill my feet my i almost said my fills but that makes no sense <laughs> my friends that it's instagram it's road trippers 1211 with a z um, we're always posting up there what we're doing now you guys got to keep up with us on tour it'll get the headlights or highlights. Also the headlights if you want them. <laughs> <laughs> highlights of tour and on top of that it, we're going to start giving you details of what's going on. So you know which lot we're in and stuff like that so you can see us. Hell yeah. Also on Instagram check out Boomerang Sky Music. That's the page for my, um, for my music project Boomerang Sky. Not going to be super active on here coming up. Uh, with tour starting and, and that kind of taking a lot of my focus but when I do remember to I'll be posting random shit on there about what what's going on and things of that nature give those two a follow thank you for handling boomerang shy because it's rot <laughs> tiktok 
that's another way you guys can keep up with us. I've been posting random things. I'm going to be posting a lot more since we're going to have things to be doing. Not just a, us hanging out in the van saying silly shit. You'll see things um, that we're up to. Also, it's going to be probably very similar vibes of like keeping you guys updated to where we are on tour. And also, Joe's Boom Sky Music page on TikTok is like him giving reviews on some music and also him playing music and that's another way to keep in tune with all the things that are going on with him or them patreon go to patreon.com forward slash o-t-r-w-j-n-j and over there you can subscribe to our page for as little as a dollar a month and that x amount of dollars a month helps us to do the things we need to do to stay afloat in the van. Whether it be gas, whether it be things for the podcast, such as a new microphone that we're working towards saving for, whether it be food for the pups, whether it be who knows what we could have to spend money on. So this is a monetary way that you can help to support the show and to support the community we're building. And you may ask, well, what do you get when you subscribe to our Patreon page. Well, at least once a month we release bonus episodes, sometimes more than that. And we started this page last year in May, I believe. So we've got a little over a year, year's worth full of content and you get access to that anytime you want. And then all the new things that we're posting up there as we get to them. So that is Patreon, check it out. Someone gave us a five star rating, but no review. Nice. So speaking of a five star rating, on Apple Podcasts, that is a free way you can support us and show us love. Um, it's a virtual hug, just like Patreon. Um, it shows us how much you care and will help us get up higher on the charts and potentially have people, um, like, keywords. You know what I mean? They're looking for something, and that's the best way you can do it. So, you just write a short, brief something, and then give us a five-star rating. Thank you so much. Next is Bandcamp. Go to boomerangskyband513.bandcamp.com And over there you're going to find, both for purchase and for streaming, all of the original music that I've recorded so far for Boomerang Sky. Most of it's in the form of acoustic demos, and then I also have my EP that I released in June of 2020 up on there. And then you can also find my AEP on sources such as Spotify, Apple Music, things like that, uh, for streaming. The Bandcamp is where you can help monetarily support the project and also monetarily support Jordan and I. Yes. So that is Bandcamp. What's next? Another Etsy page. Um, yes. It's called Colors by Joe and Joe.etsy.com. Um, no ease on those Joes. You should know that by now. Um, we have some stuff up there. I'm about to add some more things. And Joe has a lot of amazing art up there already. Ready for your eyeballs pleasure. That's right. The balls of your eyes need played with too. They do. And the best way to do that is looking at funky art. There you go, baby. That's going to be our new slogan. I like that. Nah, your balls of your eyes need played with too. <laughs> and then it's like t-shirts and your art's on the back <coughs> that'd be really cool actually yeah or make really the cool. back of the t-shirt like the whole thing not like a square like the whole shirt is your art like squiggles and like stuff like that hmm. on the back 
Or do you like it like as a square? I don't know. That's that's an idea to kick around. I like that. Well, when we release some t-shirts. Yeah. Or merch. That's right. And that's like the what it says underneath the square, maybe. And then on the front, it's Joe and Joe on the road. Mm. We'll see how it ends up turning out. I dig. Well, that. I guess our actual show it's called it's called On the Road with Joe and Joe, not Joe and Joe on the road. True. So yeah, we'll get that figured out. I like that idea. Thank you guys. You're welcome. You guys get to hear that firsthand. Last but not least is our email. So if you're not an Instagram user, the best way to get a hold of us is to message us on Instagram. Uh, if you're not an Instagram user, though, and would like to get a hold of us, go to our email, roadtripperswithaz1211 at gmail.com. And we are here to listen to all of you out there and all of you hearing this as well. I guess all of you hearing this are included in the all of you. Just all of I you. needed to say it again, though. Yeah. <laughs> wanted to clarify right. every single one of you. We are here to listen. It's tough out there. It's tough times we're going through. And it's tough out here, too. You don't have to do it alone. Period. Amen, sister. So, don't and ever feel ashamed or like you're going to be judged or like what is concerning you currently in your life is unimportant. Right. We're here to listen no matter what. And sometimes it's just worth just like, even if you don't really want to, just like maybe we know somebody who has like experienced the same thing you're going through. You know what I mean? To get actual advice. We would never say your name by any means. We would just go to that person and be like, hey, we have a friend that's doing this right now. We're going through this thing that's very similar that you went through. Yeah, how you did you handle it? How did you blah, 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 blah. And like it firsthand. That's how like the community works is through conversation. And nobody can heal on their own. Well, you can. You 100% can. But I feel It's a lot like, easier when you have a sounding board. Yes. Or just a community behind you. Because you're not yeah. alone. You are not alone. Thank you for listening to our biddiness. And we love you. Oh, my back hurts. And Jordan's back hurts. Must be spending too much time on it. I'd say not enough. But. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and this, especially this weekend, jeez. You were <laughs> gone for a week and this weekend. I literally had you for two days and then you were gone again. Yeah, this past week was a doozy of one. And coming up this weekend, going to be releasing a bonus episode of what I went through the week before when I went out to Alabama. So if you're interested in hearing that, subscribe to Patreon. Check out that bonus episode. Going to be dropping this weekend. I was supposed to do a bonus episode for last month, but I forgot. Sorry, guys. It'll get done. It'll get done. I just have nothing to talk about right now. There you go. There you go. I'm not going to give you guys anything half-assed. That's why I haven't done it yet, though. To be fair, like, I want to give you something of quality and substance. Yeah. Yeah. That's hard sometimes. Yeah, not uh, not all the time where you feel inspired to say something just yourself. Yeah. Like, I feel, I feel we work really well together. Yeah. And we bring out of each other, we bring out the things that need to be said yeah. in this specific instance. But yeah. Doing it on your own is a little different. Yeah. I mean, like, even with that one conversation of, like, the second episode we ever did, and it was my episode. Yeah. That was hard, even though, like, you were there. It was just about me. 
So like just talking that way was interesting. But luckily you were there to give me mm-hmm's and yes. That helps. Even that small little reassurance helps. You're cute. <laughs> <laughs> You're very cute. Thanks. For me, Monday started out uh, still down in Orange Beach. And I left as quickly as I could. Because it was Memorial Day. And throughout the weekend, it had gotten more busy, more busy, more people coming in. And I was like, this day is going to be fucking insane. So I left at like 6.37 in the morning. Not messing around with that. Made it to Birmingham that night. Worked. And then I've only been, except for during the shows in Alabama, I had only been smoking at night. And I stopped for the day, and I was like, you know what? I don't need to do this tonight. I'm Today's going to be my first fully sober day besides coffee. And uh, I couldn't even remember how long. <laughs> I got to thinking about it. I was like, when was my last fully sober day? Couldn't remember. So I was like, that means it's time for one. Well, I had this dream, right? So I'm falling asleep, and since I had been sleeping in my car... I had been wearing a eye mask to block the light out. So I had this dream. I was driving a car and it was raining and I was like driving on the highway and I was going pretty fast. Well, all of a sudden I woke up, but I was still dreaming that I was driving. And then I actually woke up. And I realized that I had my mask on. And I was like, holy fuck, I've been driving my car with my fucking sleep mask on. Why have I been doing that? So I woke up. That fucking all hit me at once within like a couple seconds. And uh, I started freaking the fuck out. Well, then I was like, all right, well, let me just take my mask off and see what's up. So I take my mask off and I'm in the Walmart parking lot that I fell asleep in. And I was like, whoa. Whoa, that is super fucking weird. Super fucking weird. I was lucid dreaming for maybe... I don't, I don't know how long. Maybe it seemed like a minute in dream time, so it could have been... However long, yeah. Forever. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. Fucked up. Well, what was your Monday like? Do you remember? <sighs> no. It's because we didn't spend it together. I, well, you started to... making Rangoons that day, right? Oh, that's literally what I did all day. I And thank you. Thank you. See, that's how, like, you tr- typically trigger my memory. That's what I was literally about to lead to, so thank you. Um, I woke up. I stayed at the Kroger parking lot. And then I got up and uh, literally just started making Crab Rangoon all fucking day. I got up. We went. I went to Sam's. I had pizza for breakfast. <laughs> Fucked my stomach up a little bit, but it was so worth it. And then I had bought literally so many crab rangoons that, like, it took me all fucking day to even, like, get through, like, three-fourths of them, you know? (laughs) I only saved my out of, like, I think I bought nine total, and I only saved two for the next day so I could, like, get other things done. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember I watched a lot of Hands Made Tale that day. Nice. That was really good. I'm actually really into that show now. Nice. Um... I, th- I noticed that if there's a show that's not piquing your interest, it's probably because we don't watch it back to back, and you kind of have to with this show. 
I but feel it's like so long. I understand why you wouldn't want to. At the time we started watching it, I think it was during quarantine or the very beginning of when we both started working at Sam's. Yeah, one of the two. Because I feel like we started it after we finished Breaking Bad. Huh, maybe. Uh, And we were just getting so fucking stoned every day at the time. Yeah. uh, Yeah, if I didn't, if I wasn't completely hooked... yeah you had lost me <laughs> yeah but you would like be like does she have two jobs when you yeah have- there's the yeah. <laughs> uh, that's just so funny to me yeah that you're is- like you haven't been watching have you <laughs> <laughs> um no 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 i have not you were you tried it is intense though it's an intense show and if you're high as fuck and not into it it's like a little too heavy sometimes mm-hmm. you know what i mean even for me, at one point, I had smoked it uh, on Monday. I had been watching it so long, like all fucking day, that I finally decided to smoke my first bowl of the day at like 9 p.m. And then the show gave me a panic attack because it was so like heavy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I literally cannot watch any more of this show right now because I'm too high because I hadn't smoked at all all day i need something goofy and i was like no i decided to finally turn on music and then i was i was fine but i also have a bad habit of not listening to any music all day sometimes like even when i drive because it's Mm. such an effort to put connect the bluetooth and then i couldn't find the bluetooth charger for a while then i finally realized that i had to use the laptop charger because i took the yeah yeah other one and then i was like so for a couple days i didn't even have music so i wouldn't listen to anything all day Mm mm-hmm and they would just be like TV, and that's not always good for my brain. Tee Yeah. But I had a really good day overall, and then I found uh, how to do it the fastest. Nice. Nice. And so for me, the next day, got up, drove to Nashville, uh, got up, and I had a uh, kind of a rough start to the morning. And, uh, I FaceTimed Jordan and... You couldn't even figure out how to start the shower. Well, that was the next morning. Oh, you're, oh you drove to Nashville. You're yeah. right, you're right, you're so right. So bef- in the morning, though, I FaceTimed Jordan and I just... I had to get a cry out. That that dream situation really fucked me up. And then just Doesn't like... Doesn't help that you have, like, car PTSD as well. Yeah. And, yeah, doing a, the, uh, a lot of driving. Yeah. And I just missed you so bad. Oh. At that point... Monday was officially the longest we had been apart since we had met. And I had nothing to look forward to. Except for coming home, and that wasn't going to be until Wednesday. Right. So that day, I had nothing to look forward to, except for going to bed. (laughs) Uh, And it made for a rough day. But Tuesday was better, got to Nashville. Excuse me, kicked it for a little bit. Got to work. And, um... Then I ended up getting a hold of my buddy Sean, and I crashed at his place. And we've mentioned him and his girl Sammy before uh, when we visited them when we were in Nashville last year. And hadn't seen them since then, so it had been uh, over a year since I'd seen him. And, or maybe just under a year. Yeah. And um, I think it's been over a year, you're right. Because I had just a, a memory the other day of being in Franklin. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, so we got to hang in and 
Didn't you accidentally stop at the Kroger near their house too? Well, yeah, because I had been I had been working and I needed a break, and so I typed in you know what grocery stores next and head out to the Kroger, and it looked really familiar because it was on uh, a certain street that sounded familiar. And I was like, oh wait, that's where fucking that's where fucking Sean lives. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it was the Kroger right there. So I get there and we smoked a little bit. Super fun, good time. She is pregnant. Which I'm super excited for them, but because of that, he's only been hitting uh, Delta Eight pens and hadn't smoked just a bowl with Bud in quite a while. So he was goofy as fuck from that. Uh, and we got some, we got some flame right now. So he was. Uh, we typically have flame though. True. Yeah. He was having a great time, and then finally went to bed and it was my first time sleeping in a real bed in a long time. quite a long time and I had another insane dream so sometimes I'll remember my dreams the morning after if I smoked right before bed but rarely do I remember them that vividly if I've smoked okay go ahead and so... Can you pause it so the slam doesn't... Well, you don't have to slam it. Are you going to shut it all the way? Well, because of the rain. Okay, yeah, I'll pause it. And we're back. So, this dream I had. I was at my grandma on my dad's side's house, who recently passed away back in July. And we weren't close, so... It was weird when my dad called me. I was actually at Serpent Mound when my dad called me and let me know. And after we had a short conversation, I hung up and I was like, I felt a little guilty for not feeling really any grief. Uh, And I was like, shit, that's, I mean, that was my family. Um, But then, that day, I had also allegedly taken a little bit of mushrooms. And so, I w- like, when you're in that headspace, though, you're more grateful than anything. And you're probably the most connected to that source. So, your body just probably, like, was understanding that that happens. And that it's a healthy thing. You know what I mean? Well, I did my first walk, and I got halfway around up to the head. And I went out to the, the cross point where you can look out over uh, some of Adams County. And... I just said like a small little thing for her that like, I know she was really having a rough go there towards the end, especially after my grandpa passed and she lived close to my aunt who was very controlling and unfortunately she became reliant upon my aunt to do a lot of things for her so she couldn't like really say anything about the way she was being treated because she knew that my aunt would then stop doing those things for her. Or could. Yeah, and she was really afraid of that. So, I just said something along the lines of, like, I am so fucking happy that she is free of that. Whatever, wherever she went, whatever happened, I'm so happy that she's free. And I'm so happy that her, her uh, piece of infinity that was inside of her either now gets to, you know, take a chill pill or now has come back to, to fulfill its whatever it is has come back to experience here again and uh 
but is separate from the nonsense that that my dad's side of the family kind of brings around Mm. so anyway back to the dream (laughs) (laughs) i had a dream that we were at my grandma's house the front half of the house was like the last house that she lived in the back half was not and we were hanging out in the back half and it was me my grandma and jordan and jordan and my grandma knew each other they had met before which is super interesting to me because they never met here in this uh in this existence so i thought that was really interesting uh and then i was walking around my grandma's house and i went into a room and we're gonna pause here and we're back i knew you were gonna say it like that so when we left off I was having this dream that it was at my grandma's house and that Jordan and my grandma, it's my grandma on my dad's side. It was like they had already known each other and they never met in this existence. Mm. And so I walk into one of the rooms at my grandma's house and I see a bunch of weights and weightlifting equipment, (laughs) almost like a home gym. And I come out and I was like, Grandma, why do you have all these weights and stuff? She's a bodybuilder, motherfucker. No, I'm just kidding. Well, she just looks at me and shrugs. It's like, okay. So then I go into another room, and there's a whole bunch of musical equipment. And there's a fella in there working on some music. So I go, hey, man, what are you doing in here? And he's like, oh, I'm good buds with your, with your grandma. She lets me come over here and, and use this room to record music. And I was like, weird. Okay, so I walk out the room, and I'm like, hey, Grandma, do you know this this dude who's in here? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's whatever she said his name was. Yeah, he comes over all the time. And then she was like, and y- you know that. You've been here when he's been here. Hmm. So then, somehow we end up in a truck, Jordan and I, with the guy from the music room. So he's driving, Jordan's in the front, and I'm in the bed of the truck. So we're driving along the highway, and all of a sudden it starts pouring rain. And then as the rain hits me, I start flying for some reason. Okay, so I'm flying through the sky in the rain, and then I run into a telephone pole. And back in January, when we were stuck in Ohio... The house we were staying at had shocked the fuck out of me, this outlet. I tried to plug my phone in, and it shocked me so good. And so when I touch this telephone pole line, this telephone wire, it shocks me, and it felt just like that shock from the outlet, only I didn't wake up. That's intense. And so I'm still flying, and then... I don't remember what happens, but mm. next thing I know, I'm awake, and I remember the dream up to that point. Mm. So two nights in a row of super vivid dreams, I was kind of like in the back of my head, like, all right, something, something's up. And so the next day, well, actually, did you, uh, how'd you... How did things go for your Tuesday, do you remember? Besides making, did you make more Rangoons? I did, I made a sauce, and then I fucked up the sauce. Oops. Yeah, and then Julius and I hung out, I think. Nice, what'd y'all do? Uh, Oh, was that when he hurt himself? Yeah. Or his buddy? No, that was the week before. Oh. 
Yeah. No, that was when <coughs> fucking got hit in the head with a goddamn rock. <coughs> that was like when you left. Uh, no, you were still there I think, when that happened. Yeah. I see. Yeah. But you were busy that day. Anyways, but Tuesday, Julius and I hung out. Um, we went on a walk. And nice. we rode bikes to um, Speedway and back. And that was so much fun because I hadn't rode a bike in like a really long time, honestly. It hurt me really bad because it's a child's bike and I'm a grown-up. <laughs> so my body is not shaped like a child and I was sore for a couple days in a specific area. Lesson learned, I need a big booty duty seat. <laughs> But, um, we had a lot of fun, and we watched a movie, and he always falls asleep before we ever finish the movie. <laughs> but this time he didn't, because he wanted to fall asleep, but I didn't want to leave the light on. I'm, and that was annoying to him, so he went back over. And, yeah, that Tuesday was, like, a, a busy day, because I cleaned out the van before you got here. Mm-hmm. And, oh, Monday, I think I also went to, no... Yeah, no, Sunday I went to Tyler's. That's right. Just kidding. But, um, to do laundry. So I, I put the clothes away on Tuesday, though, because I cannot do that in the same day unless Joe's here. <laughs> that is too much. Uh, if I do the laundry, there is no putting it away. I did the laundry. It's done in my brain. But you, on the other hand, are like, it is not done until it's put away. Yes. Which I'm very glad that you're like that, because I do. When we had a house, it was... I mean, not a house, but an apartment. It was less like that, but yes, we still put it away within that week. Right. We also had more room then. Now, like and we also had like three times the clothes. <laughs> yeah. And now, if we don't do it, it's like it's either in the laundry, so then we just throw our dirty shit that we have everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, so it's just for my sake, it's worth doing it the day we do it. Yeah. 90% of the time, I'd say that happens. Yeah, and even more than that, honestly, we've only ever left it, like, three times. Ever. Hmm. So. I mean, I guess I could be 90%, I don't know. But but we've done laund- a lo- laundry a lot of times, so. Yeah, we have. That's for sure. That's one of my least favorite chores. My absolute least favorite is dishes, but laundry's a good second. I'm not a fan of taking out the trash. But you're always the one who does it. Mm-hmm. Well, here I don't mind. But when like, you have a house and you have to go to all the trash cans to get the trash, uh, that takes a while. Yeah. That's why you should do it, like, throughout the week. It's not, like, a one-day. Right. That's what, I was talking about this in the, in our future if you were actually a, a, my house partner and I worked because you would be so much better at homeschooling our children and things like that. I feel like you would find a routine for yourself where it'd be like Mondays is bathroom, Tuesdays is this. You know what I mean? Doing something so little every day. I feel like hmm. you you just naturally work on a schedule that way. You know what I mean? You kind of did that for yourself for like all your workouts and stuff like that. You weren't a housewife at the apartment, but if right. you were, I feel like you would do those things, you know? And hmm. that's interesting that I'm very lucky that I have you in my life and that you're organized like that and you can work that way. Mm-hmm very convenient mm-hmm. I mean look at our van after three days of me being here by myself so it was bad yeah <laughs> yeah anyways but we got it fixed up together yeah and it was kind of fun so the next day on Wednesday on Wednesday we finally got to fucking be reunited yeah after a week and a couple days 
And I originally told myself I was going to take like two hours at a time to get home, but I was like, no, I need to get home. I'm done being on the road, so I just, except for like one small break to hit the bathroom, I just fucking did it. From Nashville to where we're at now. Yeah. Planet Fitness in Fairfield. Less than a few minutes away from where, oh, we actually met here. Yeah, right, you're right, you're right. We met here, and I got out, like and... Like, five spots over. The biggest hug. We hugged for a long we time. We hugged for a long time, and it was amazing. It was a necessary hug. It was, like, one of those hugs where you and I both almost cried. Because, like, we were just, like, so emotionally deprived <laughs> no. by the end of the week. I got a lot of good huggers in my life, but no one can hug like you can. Oh, baby, I felt that. I feel like you and I hug like best friends, not lovers, sometimes. Does that make any sense? Like, it's like, I don't know, it's a hug out of, like, necessity for both of us, not, like, just, like, romantic hugs. Yeah. You know? I don't know how to explain the difference. There is a difference, though. I think there's a difference, too. Yeah. And the difference is almost, almost more the intention you're coming in with it. Yeah, I guess so. Is it, like, a... I feel like we're always, like, hugging each other, always, like, with so much love. Oh, I just kicked lady in the head. Oops. Anyway, so much love and less, like, I'm trying to fuck, you know? All right. All right, Sandy, you've almost eaten a whole pig's ear, and you got a little tiny baby tummy. And so then I get back to Tom's house after I finally take a shower for the first time in about a week and a half. And let me tell you, that shower, it felt so good. So I get back to Tom's house, and I walk in, and... The dogs, I think, thought, didn't know, thought that somebody was just walking in. Yeah. Well, they finally turn the corner and come running as fast as they can to say hi. Sandy and Sandy to... ran back to Jordan. She was like, who is this? <laughs> but then had to run back over like, oh, yeah, it's Dad's. Yeah. She was like, she like got a pet for a second. She was like, I'm into it. And then she was like, I'm going to go back to mom. And then she was like, oh, wait, I'm not done with that. <laughs> it was very cute. But she, that started the period of a lot of, a lot of come and go for me. Yeah. And every time I came back, it was so cute how excited she got. She was like, she was oh, very upset that you, you were gone. gone again. Don't leave me like that. Huh, Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. She's a, yeah, that's what I said. But it was so great to get to hang out that evening and I got some sushi for dinner. Fucking kicked it, got the van ready for the next day, and then yeah, we only had to do a little bit. Yeah, there was hardly hardly anything. It was You're mostly welcome. just rearranging shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I really did work my ass off. I really wanted to prove to myself that I could like get this shit together by myself in a way. Yeah, and I could have, but we didn't really have much to do besides actually it getting. It was just the, the heavy things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then just getting things rearranged in the back. Like physically putting stuff in the van that I had already made room for in a way, you know? Right. Which was nice. And so, then Thursday, I drove up to my buddy Evan's spot to uh, run some tunes for our gig we got coming up. Super fun. Came back, and then you drove us out to Deer Creek. Yeah. And it was so funny, we'd been, we'd been in the car maybe five, ten minutes, mm-hmm. and Jordan goes, 
you know, I don't really think I'm that anxious. I'm not really, I'm not really nervous for tomorrow. <laughs> well, then another 15 or 20 minutes go by. And she turns to me and goes, yeah, that was, uh, that was a lie earlier. I'm incredibly anxious right now. <laughs> it wasn't a lie when I said it, though. Ah, so, but you just changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt that way because it started making me feel anxious. And I was like, oh, I'm not really that anxious, though. And then that was the thought. The, then me saying I'm not really that anxious made me think about it for the next 15 minutes until I said that. <laughs> And I was like, I'm now anxious. I am very anxious right now. I forgot. <coughs> I forgot the like pulling anxiety though. The pulling in part is what made me anxious, and not so much the weekend. Well, you ended up getting the spot you wanted, and it was, fu- <coughs> it was funny. You pull in, and you saw there was already <coughs> a row starting. You're like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I just wasted that hit because I laughed. <laughs> I was, I was, I was literally like, fuck, 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 ah. And like, I pull up and then Tom was like, you can set up there. And I was like, that's literally the spot I wanted. Like right next to the chicken spot. I was like, it's my crab and goons. It's my first time making it. I don't want to be on the main strip, but I want to be seen. Yeah. But if you go in behind the main strip on the other side, you will not be seen. You have to be on the end of those like little edge legs. You know what I mean? And then you were set up on the path towards the venue. So <laughs> and when on the way out. Leaving, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you got. I'm sure you got a good bit of business. In. Yeah, it, but it, then it still allowed me to like not really have to be set up until like six, because I'm actually hitting people going in, and they're not in a rush to get up there yet, because it's six, and they'd stand there and eat their fucking crab rangoons in line. You mm-hmm. know what I mean and stuff, because that's a meal that like can I don't know. It's you can stand there and eat it for a while. Yeah, and there was still a good little bit to go. Yeah. At that point, and so by six, like the line probably wasn't too long. But then later, right? I'm sure, people were able to finish it by the time they even got to the fucking uh, line for the metal detectors. Yeah, exactly. I got very fortunate because I always go in so late that like I don't have to deal with any lines. Mm-hmm. I went off on the last um, bit. Like the last uh, uh, night, I uh, my the metal detector went off. Huh. I had absolute. I wasn't. I literally told the guy. I was like, dude, I'm not even wearing a bra right now, like, to hide anything. You know what I mean? I pulled out my pockets and all that kind of stuff. I was like, I'm. There's nothing. And he was like, it must just be acting funny. So sorry. You know what I mean? I was wearing like a tank top, so he could tell. Yeah. But like, you couldn't see anything. Right. But it went off like three times. Damn. I know. But I did technically have a little substance in my pocket, so I wonder if there's like metal in it or something. It must have been your magnetic personality. <laughs> That's it. That's what I should have said. <laughs> <laughs> if that ever happens again. That's what you're going to say. I'm going to say that. <laughs> I've been really enjoying peeling this fucking orange. Nice. What's that? I'm not going to eat it right I don't know why. I'm just excited. I would like some, but I'm not going to eat it I got right excited now. for the new, the new, the new fruit. The new yeah. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably just it. tastes like a big mandarin orange. Yeah, I'm pumped to try it out. Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to peel it during the episode. Yeah, I guess I've been talking better since I've had something to pick at. Yeah. So we pull in and uh, get a couple things set up and then just kick it. I was exhausted. 
uh, from doing. And I was very thankful that you drove out because after driving up to Columbus and then ba- and then back to Columbus or back to fucking uh, Monroe in or back to my parents' house actually to drop my guitar off in the rain. Again, I was like, I'm I'm done with driving here. Yeah. It's uh. Yeah, that's four days in a row now of a couple hours. Yeah. So I'm very grateful that you drove out. Yeah, no problem, baby. I but mean, I was I've fucking been driving whooped. a lot lately. Yeah. And uh, we went to we went to bed pretty early, but <laughs> it was funny on the way out. We got a text from our friend Acacia, who's gonna be who's <laughs> gonna be sitting up next to us, that she got a couple hours out from Asheville, and realized she forgot her clothes at her apartment. So she had to turn back around, and her mom was able to meet her about halfway from where she was Yeah. Uh, to get her clothes back. But she didn't end up getting in until, what, like almost three. 3 in the morning? Yeah. But because I wasn't prepared for her to get there on Thursday, I thought she was showing up Friday. She was, like, supposed to sleep in the van, and I was like, like, it was, I had to get up at, like, 3 to give her a pillow and blanket and shit like that. Yeah. It was, ugh, it was a worse night of sleep because I just threw off my whole day the next day. Yeah. Just getting up and, like, basically being wide awake for, like, 30 minutes and then having to go back to sleep is kind of difficult. Yeah. But, I mean, I'd do it again for her. That's not... I'm not complaining because I had to do it for her. I'm just saying it, right. like... Right. Just it, the thing. Yeah. I just, like, messed up my next day a little bit. And yeah. I had to catch up. Like, it being my first time doing this... Well, I didn't do it alone the first night, technically. I had Liv. Thank you so much, Liv. You saved my ass a little bit. More on my mental health aspect. You know. That's just as important, though. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, I don't know. Physically actually having to do it alone. I feel like I would have made it harder on myself. <coughs> just because mm-hmm. I knew I was doing it alone. But That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And then um, having her there and then me kind of figuring it out because I had to tell her what to do. It made me be able to think of the most convenient way of doing things yeah and um it worked out great really well and i'm glad she was there and i would work with her again nice yeah yeah, yeah. my friday was interesting i went to the board of health for hamilton county in indiana when i got up and was trying to get the, I remember this, yeah. Was trying to get the permit. And I, I come into this build... Uh, uh, supposedly, usually at Deer Creek, you have to have a temporary permit to sell food. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the inspector didn't even end up... Showing up. Showing up. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the license was only 40 bucks, so it wasn't like, you know... We lost, like... It didn't kill us. Right. But, uh, so I walk in, and I'm wearing these blue shorty shorts and a dead shirt. And the staff there just did not treat me very nice. Aww. It was just the attitude there. Uh, I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. And I was filling out my shit and I was thinking, you know, why, why do people have to treat other people that way? Just right. because I walk in looking a certain way, you're just going to fucking, it sucks. You know? It's probably because I've had to deal with like all of us already. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like. Like, for different kinds of permits and, like, who came in and got what and who didn't and shit like that. Right. You know, so, like, I'm sure they had to deal with it. Or they just know every fucking year that we're fucking coming and they're just, like, these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? So, that does suck, but also some of them, like, some of us, I'm not even going to say them because we are a part of them, um, are not very nice either. 
Yeah. And that is also true. That's yeah, also yeah. True. So they don't know how you're going to act. And in a way, they're judging you based off their past experience with this group. This group. So. And I let it get to me, too. Yeah. So. I'm just saying that now, but I didn't think about that then. I yeah. was like, fuck them for being like that corporate fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, you don't get it. But really, sometimes we're fucking annoying. <laughs> and we make everything harder. So and that they have just, to think about that. They have to hire some their staff and make sure they come out and visit us every year. So yeah. it's probably because of COVID, in a way. They're probably understaffed. And that was one of the things they literally just couldn't get to. You know? True. Yeah. So, I finally get that taken care of. Go and grab some ice, and then I'm heading back to the venue. Thank you so much for doing that, by the way. Yeah. Because, like, that was the start of your bachelor weekend, and you really did not have to, because you weren't even going to, like, originally come and, like, help me set up and stuff, because, right. you know, it's you didn't have to. You were going to hang out with the boys come when the boys came and stuff like that. And well, the plans changed, and I, didn't, I don't mind helping you out. And it really helped a lot. Not yeah. having to worry about those things, and I could, like, set up, make breakfast, and things like that. Yeah, and I came back, and I had a burrito waiting for me. <laughs> yeah, you did. So, I'm on my way back, and all of a sudden, I look in the rearview mirror, and there's a cop with his lights off going off behind me. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I know I wasn't speeding. So, I was like, what else could I have possibly done? So, I pull over, he comes up, and he's like, hey, just want to let you know I pulled you over because it looked like you weren't wearing a seatbelt. Well, he looks in, and I got my seatbelt on, and it was just so ironic, because if you know me well enough, yeah, you know you... that you do not ride in a car that I am driving. If you're driving, I don't give a fuck what you do. If I am driving, you are not, we are not leaving until everyone has their seatbelt on, yeah. no matter what. And so I the irony <laughs> of this motherfucker thinking I don't have a seatbelt on, well, he looks at me, and then he goes, oh, you know, you got, you got this black part on your tie-dye there, uh... It must have just blended in. I wanted to be like, no, fuck you. You're just bored. I have Ohio plates instead of Indiana, so you just wanted to see what was up. Fuck you, dude. Right. But I, you know, I didn't want to cause anything. I don't want to go to, to fucking jail in Indiana. No, but thank also, you. like, what if it was like there's a description of a white male who like it's kidnapped a girl in the big tall Dodge Ram van, and he just needed to check it out, and that's the excuse. You never know. That's that true. There's like a. Whatever, like the IPA or whatever they call it, um, when they put out a big mass message to like surrounding oh, like county. Amber Alert. Yeah, in a way, but it's like just a cops. Hmm. Yeah. So that finally gets taken care of, and I get back, and we're just kicking it, and then my buddies Tyler and Tim show up, and we just get to kick it, and it's the start of fucking a weekend full of just kicking it. And that's my favorite shit to do, mm. is to to be with buddies that I've known for long enough and have a deep enough connection with that there doesn't have to be constant, like, there was constant entertainment, but there didn't have to be. And, like, right. there was mostly constant conversation, but the few times there wasn't, and everyone was just, like, taking whatever's going on in, uh... It, it was what it was. There was no pressure for anything to even happen. I fucking love that shit. <clears throat> so I get to kick it with them. We head into the show. And with those two, before we went in, it was the first time I got any of any of the buddies I had out, got to stroll up and down, shake down with them. And of course, it fucking blew their heads. 
that this shit's been going on for a long ass time, that this shit is going on right now, and things like that. So we head on into the show, and we're just kicking it, whatever, and then my buddy Josh says that uh, he was there, and so I went to go find him, and then he goes, don't come find me, I'll, I'll just come find you. So we told him where we were at, and uh, I head back to Tim and Tyler, and <clears throat> it was so funny, then they go to get a beer, and... Um, I so they're gone for a little bit and I hear behind me somebody on the phone uh being like come on Joe pick up I'm like what so I turn around as fucking Josh right behind me he was looking for me didn't see that I was right in front of him so he comes to sit down and I get to kick it with him and then Tim and Tyler come back and then the show starts and they opened with theme from the bottom I know I was so upset that I missed it outside because I'm like walking I'm like finishing closing up and I look at Acacia and I'm like fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they their first three tunes I can't remember what they played second but they played Everything's Right third with a pretty nice and uh, somewhat lengthy jam but they were uh, pretty slow on the slower side and then they keep moving through the first set, and they kind of found their bearings. And by Alaska, they fucking... Song. That's when we came They in. took off. They took off from Alaska for the rest of the fucking set. It was fucking awesome. And then Jake, my buddy Jake, got in. And then... Um, Into the show? It, he was that late? Yeah, he got in, like... Was he there by the time... I was there, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he, he... I, like, came in, I think, I was inside, like, on the lawn at Alaska, but not okay. with you guys yet. Gotcha. Okay, so, um, yeah, he must have gone in right before hmm. you two did. Uh, and then, yeah, Jordan and Acacia get over, and we got our whole crew for the first night. And I really appreciate that you let us hang out with you guys. It was so fun. Uh, you two needed to be there, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I feel like your boys, when I first showed up with you guys, were, like, a little confused. They were surprised, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> and But I love that, like, nothing was said about it. Like, they they definitely gave that energy off, but then I think that they all kind of realized, like, oh, well, this is how Because I, like, be. went up and gave you a hug or something. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just going to be here, and that's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're my best fucking friend, so of course you have to be it. Of course you have to be in my I felt party. that. I felt that. Why would you not be there? Right. Like, it's literally for your best friends. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I felt that. And hanging out with you made me really make sure that I would want you there at mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Not even because, like, I don't know. We already talked about you coming to mine. But, like, just in a different way. Mm-hmm. Just like how I didn't hang out with you the whole time. You know, you still had your bro time. Right. But I just hung out for the main part. So, like, you can, like, hang out with us when I, we go hiking and stuff. If you don't want to go out, you don't have to, but you can if you do. Yeah. You know? So. Totally. Are you about to read the set list? Well, so the <laughs> the one tune I couldn't think of was Boogie on Reggae Woman, which was dope because it was Mike's birthday, and Trey slipped a happy birthday tease in there, which was cute. Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, uh, it wasn't That in was there. before yeah, you yeah, were in, yeah. yeah. And uh, hadn't gotten birds of a feather in a while. That was nice. My first buried alive. That was dope. 
And then fucking kick ass down with disease in the second set. My first fluff head that I was in the venue for. So fucking Chula Vista, they opened with it, but I didn't get in actually into the venue until uh, I think NICU was second. Uh, and I was so How do bummed. I remember that shit. I was so, well, because I was so bummed because I could hear it. Uh, Me literally Friday. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's a fucking 15, 16 minute song, and the line was literally that long because back then they were still checking. Uh, vaccine cards. I feel like the lines go so fast now. I know, because they, yeah, they were so fucking slow last year because of that, and uh, so it was super, super nice to get, um, finally get a fluff head, and then ripping Chalk Dust Torture to fucking kick out the set, and Cavern, which closed the first set, and Chalk Dust Torture, which closed the second set, were the only repeats from previous in the tour, which I thought was interesting, and it was both the set closers. Uh, but yeah, it was so awesome. That being, so each of the three nights with the people who were there, uh, some some people it was there. So Friday night it was everyone but Jordan and Acacia's very first show, and it was funny. So when I first got uh, Spotify, I listened to their album Farmhouse and like really dug the tune Farmhouse and threw that in a playlist. And that was one of Tyler's favorite tunes that I used to play when we uh, lived together. It was just the two of us our freshman year. And he goes at the end, he was like, you know, haven't heard of this, haven't really heard this side of fish before. It's a little bit different than Farmhouse. (laughs) And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And I was so happy that the four of them got to... uh, that they finally came out because separately I'd mentioned... That's what Josh Zach wanted to be the song he heard. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny, yeah. And uh, it was such a fun night. Mm -hmm. How was it for you for your overall for your first day of working somewhat by yourself? Hmm. It was okay. I think there are things I eventually improved on by Sunday you mm-hmm. know like time management and like figuring out the oil situation um, a little bit because I had never done it for a long period of time just keeping oil on so I did burner oil at one point and um, that was pretty bad so not bad but just like hot it was like damn near 500 degrees like so hot you know it's hot yeah like if, what if that like hit somebody Jeez. Anyways, um, then after the show, I sold a lot of Grab Rangoons, but not that many. Friday's always slow anyways, like typically out of a run, unless it's like, I don't know, dicks. Even Friday was still slower than Sunday, but like it's, it was still fucking hopping. You know what I mean? So like, um, there's that. Or people are just getting in later. I don't... I'm The show itself still is packed. Right. But they're just... A lot of them are leaving work or on their way in and, like, shit like that. So they're, like, getting there in time for the show and not enough time for, like, shakedown. Or don't stick around to party afterwards either. Be, right, because they have to go back to their camp and set up or yeah. whatever, you know. Uh, whatever's happening. And then Saturday's their day to party. And then Sunday's either recovery day, merge day. Well, Sandy, if you're thirsty, you can get down there by yourself. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, little babies. I'm dropping all... Why did I have to peel all of these oranges? <laughs> um, but, uh, 
by the end of Friday night, it did give me a good rough estimate of how many I'm gonna need per show. Mm-hmm. You know, and on top of that, it was fun to like I don't know, kind of not take it too serious and relax a little bit while people came. Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome Friday. Besides uh, a mug of coffee in the morning, I stayed sober. Mm. And it was really fucking awesome to um, to remind myself that sometimes. I don't have to ever do that, you know. If I want to smoke weed at a show, I'm going to. Yeah. But to remind myself that it is still fun to go into a show sober. And I danced just as hard and had just a goofy-ass time. And it was really awesome to do that for myself. I slowly built it up over the weekend. So I was engaged in in the marathon and, and not trying to sprint it. And, um, That's easier said than done, though, so is, I'm very proud of is. you. There were several times, especially in the morning, when you and Acacia were smoking. And literally kept handing it to you. <laughs> and I was like... You told us, like, four times. I, I was but, like, like, I just... Yeah. It's habit, because I that's you're the first person I hand things to, typically, anyways. You know right. what I mean? So just, like, I don't know, threw me off. Each time, I'm glad, I'm glad y'all eventually got the message and stopped doing it because each time it was harder and harder to say no (laughs) really yeah especially weed to the point at one point acacia handed it to me and i almost hit it before passing it to you and i I was like nope we're not doing that today yeah so after the show we go back to the airbnb and just fucking kick it and it's just so josh hadn't met any Any of of them them before i think he might have met jake once but didn't remember it uh, or something like that but uh, so they kind of got to bond which was cute and uh, so the next morning fucking Tim cooked us all breakfast and Aww. we kicked it listened to some tunes drank some coffee Tim kept uh, filling up the one hitter so I took three or four one hitter rips in the morning and I was like it's Saturday now so I'm gonna smoke fucking weed all day <laughs> <laughs> And we go in, and eventually Taft and Evan show up, and uh, then I got the whole fucking crew of uh, of my groomsmen, and we hit shakedown hard and fucking goofed around, and then they all helped me allegedly find some Molly, and uh, they were like more concerned than I was about getting it, <laughs> and it was super cute. It was really really fun, and like uh, Tyler ended up over here and a couple people and. Two of them were, were no bite, but the third one, finally, uh, we got to talking, and he's like, man, I don't have any, but uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll give you some of my head stash. All right. Fuck he's yeah. like, give me 15 minutes so I can find it. So we go to hang out, and then I uh, come back to get it, and there was this chick who was also working out of this fella's booth who was doing tarot readings, and... I had asked Jordan on, was it Thursday night? I was like, hey, maybe tomorrow in the morning, if I remember, can you do a tarot reading for me? We didn't me say it like weekend? that. You literally just said, hey, tomorrow, can you give me a reading? Oh, yeah. okay. So I was like, sure, yeah, definitely, and then never did. Yeah, well, I also forgot, but she approached me while he was looking for a scale. Come on, Sandy. And I was like, yeah, I mean, well, why the fuck not? You know, she's like, ten bucks for five cards. Well... When she was, she approached me and seemed to be super eager to give me one. Aww. And I felt that from her. So I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. 
Let's, I'm let's so, do this. I, but do so, you know the first thing I said? I was like, where'd you get that money? <laughs> right, 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 right. Well, she shuffles the cards and gives them to me. Sandy. Tells me to, to hold them to put my energy in them and gives them back. And she's like, I just want to let you know, I'm I'm kind of fucked up. So just oh. take that into consideration. It's like, okay. Well, thank you for being honest, you know. Yeah, so she gives me five cards, one in the middle and four on, like, the, the corners. And my middle card <laughs> is new being. And as soon as she sees that, her she cracks the biggest fucking smile on her face. And she looks right at me and she goes, I... I'm so unbelievably happy for you that this is that this is your card here. And I could just feel from her that like it was going to be a good one. So all of the first all of the first five cards were all like she had the same reaction to each of them. And basically said that uh, you know the center card was saying that I was I was occupying this new space for myself and these were the things that were going were already happening or were coming to me of like a lot of new people in my life which already since this tour has started I've met uh, met quite a few new people um, that uh, I have someone from my past that in the past was a negative thing for me our relationship is coming back to uh, to enter my life again and to be prepared to um, one of them was a uh, knowledge card as well to be prepared to remember that knowledge is a double-edged sword um, which I think I really needed to hear with what ended up going down on Sunday but fucking so she ended up giving me four more cards on top of the oh on top of the outside four because uh, she was like, you know what? I want to keep going. I want to go a little further. I was like, please. So she keeps going, and only one of the card combinations was she a little concerned about, and it was the one I just talked about. So she said, based on on what I'm what I'm feeling from you right now, and everything else that you've gotten, I think this is just a reminder. I don't think this is telling of something that's going to happen a hundred percent. Uh, which I thought was cool. Yeah. And then at the very end, after uh, after just this awesome reading, she goes, "Do you have any questions?" And I go, "Well, how how far along am I in this in this new process? Like, am I brand new, or have am I still new but been in it for a little bit?" And she goes, "Definitely been in it for a little bit." And that made complete and total sense to me. So that's what I was hoping was going to be her answer. And um, then there was one other question I asked. I can't remember what it was. But uh, she let me take a picture of the reading, too. So I have the picture to I'm remind myself of it. And, like, yeah. it up and, stuff. yeah. and uh, so that was really super awesome. And then I guess, uh, you know, she, she asked if, if I wanted a hug. And I said, yeah. So she gave me a big old hug. And then David found the scale, so, uh, excuse me, so, um, took care of that, where I guess Jake got to talking with her, and she told Jake that she was the fourth generation to use this tarot deck, and, um, that each of the generations before had handed it down and taught the next generation how to use it. That's so cool. So, to have gotten something like that from... A deck that's been used for so long. Uh, when Jake told me that, I, it was in the show. 
And so I didn't know until a little bit later. And I was like, wow. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Can I see your merch line? Yeah. I never really get to look at it. And so then we go back to the tent to get ready. And Jordan gives me this bracelet. And... <laughs> said that whoever had gifted to her was manifesting a split open and melt for the show tonight and wanted to pass it on. So I throw it on, and sure enough, to close the first set, what do we get? Yeah. Split open and melt. And I ran over to Jordan. I was like, we fucking did it! <laughs> we did it! I was so happy. I know. I was like, <laughs> I think if anyone's going to bring in a split open and melt today, it's going to be Joe. <laughs> He needs to uh, have this bracelet. This I wanted it. Yeah. And so it was, this show was Evan and Taft's first show, and then Jake, Josh, and Tyler and Tim's second show. Uh, so it was really cool to still get to have the energy of two people seeing it for the first time. Uh, and then to have some who like ha- thought they had an idea of what was going to happen. And then to get to have them later on at the Airbnb say something along the lines of, that was a completely different experience from the night before. I see why you want to catch all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Killer fucking show, though. The second set fucking opened with You Enjoy Myself. And it was a long-ass one that went to another jam after the vocal jam. Um... And then I thought it was really interesting that we got a bug that set that has the lyric, it doesn't matter, repeated over and over and over again, because that was a big part of a conclusion I came to the next day. So I think hearing that over and over in my head for that part of the song just like kept it in there, uh, which I thought was really fucking interesting. But uh, got a jaboo. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. He did this really cool thing with the loop part at the beginning of the jam where it does the siren, where he usually only does it two or three times, lets it ring, and then starts. But this time he did it like six or seven times, and he fucked with the rhythm of the siren. (laughs) And it really fucked me up. And uh, then we end the second set with fucking good times, bad times. And I had said the night before to Jake, I was like, Man, it'd be really nice to get some Zeppelin tonight. And the two, him and I, kind of met for the first time bonding over listening to some Zeppelin. So when they fucking busted into it, he literally turned to me, he put his hands up, and he gave me the biggest high five. And they fucking just tore it to bits. And then the encore, a fucking halftime funky maze. They filled up the whole encore. I don't know. I don't know how long it was, but it was dope. It was incredible. Kick-ass show, and the four, uh, everybody but Evan, from uh, from my groomsmen had to leave the next morning, and so it was their their last show for a little bit, and it was just so fun to fucking chat about it at the Airbnb. And Tyler made us some melt sandwiches. Ooh, I bet that was so good. So good. What was uh what was your Saturday like? Your Saturday show at least. Well, you had the fucking shit go down. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of waiting, but then you went through the whole night, so I was like, oh. oh <laughs> and then you almost started talking about the next day. I was like, damn. <laughs> no. <laughs> Saturday was not um as fun for me. The show was amazing because it was like a final come of like the anticipation all day of like all the shit that came down. So I danced my fucking butt off on Saturday. Show wise. 
But unfortunately, Saturday, I had a huge casualty. This is a huge lesson learned, and uh, we'll be figuring out a safer system for the next show. Um, but a big gust of wind came down in a straight line and only hit like six or so canopies total, you know? Um, and knocked uh, over hot oil and some sauce, and it got on Lady, and Lady is very hurt. Um, but she's ultimately gonna be okay. We. But uh, anyways, I was devastated, and I'm by myself, and I just had Acacia, and Acacia still had her own booth to worry about, you know, like, things like that, and uh, I got very lucky that I wasn't holding the canopy by myself. Yeah. Um, but it was a very close call, you know, for a lot of things. I lost a lot of inventory, and um, I was very scared, and lady obviously was hurt but we didn't even know at the time because we we thought she just got hit by the canopy but then there was oil all over her later on so then we were like what the fuck did she just lay in the oil but then no she actually got hit by the hot oil and burned her leg pretty bad and uh i am so fucking grateful for your groomsmen because they came to the rescue very hard and very fast and they got me back and running before the show even started and was able to, uh, I, even Acacia was like, dude, I would have been just happy, like, happy for you if you got set up after the show, you know. But you I was, got back, you got back and running. Yeah, yeah, and better than ever. I was definitely ready um, for business and honestly sold so much that right before the show because I had just, like, I don't know, gotten the funk. And even Josh, or it was Tyler, he was like, oh, I was starting to yell again. He was like, there she is. (laughs) 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 And she's back, you know? (laughs) That was really funny. Yeah. But I'm so grateful for every single one of them because they helped me so much. They went and got me sauce, got me supplies, and did all my dishes while you and I, like, cleaned the table and I cleaned the grill. Yep. And we, we were made able to get work. everything back set up and shit like that. Yep. Fuck, yes. And that was hard shit. Because my first initial reaction was, fuck, I'm done for the weekend now. After literally putting so much pressure on myself for the last two fucking weeks to get all this shit together by myself. You know what I mean, basically. And, like, I don't know. I was just so, I was just like, this has to work. Like, this, this is our money. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Like, if, if I fuck up this weekend, we don't have money. You know, the mentality. Mm-hmm. And then to just have everything ripped from you and then your dog's hurt is, like, pretty devastating in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm very lucky that even though I had to call you five times and that didn't work, but <laughs> um, that you were ultimately there. Well, it was crazy. We were hanging out on Shakedown and all of a sudden we see, like, a tent... Like, somebody's clothes and a bunch of garbage just, like, come up in a circle up in the sky. And then it kept going higher and higher and like higher and feet, higher. Yeah. And I was like, what the f... We were sitting there watching it. Well, then we thought to go back to, to the tent for some reason. And I go back and our canopy is down. And I see you just, like, your hands aren't touching your head, but your head is down. And your hands are up. And you're just, like, walking very slow. And I was like, oh, no. So I ran over. And, yeah. Then we got it figured out. Yeah. 
I think the boys definitely did not like seeing me cry, and it touched all this little tiny soft spot in their hearts. I know. Oh, I felt so I love bad. you. I know, I know. I just am not used to, like, people helping me. And it's nice when people help. I'm just like, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I got it, I got it, I got it. And then they just do it anyways. That's when I, I think that's very special, and I really appreciate it. A lot of my friends, but them especially, I think know how much you mean to me. And so just think of you like we're they just i feel like the way they think of you is just we're like an extension of we're you. an extension of each other yeah so when when one of us is down it, it, it like it hits them too oh that was very nice of them yeah totally yeah and so that night yeah we got the melt sandwiches and then watched some spongebob which was super fun and it was just great to kick it with the six of them uh it's uh it's a good fucking crew of people that I've that I am gonna have up there. Yeah. I had a sesame seed on my ass. Nice. <laughs> Standing with me on that day. <laughs> and Jordan has a sesame seed on her ass. Yeah. Uh, did you eat it? No. Oh. I could have. A sesame seed. Sesame seeds. <laughs> Assamy seed. So Sunday morning, eat some breakfast. Checkout was 10 a.m. This Airbnb. So. Everybody pieced around. I was wondering why you guys came over so early. Yeah, everybody pieced around 9:45, and then Evan and I did the final last things. We smoked a little bit on the porch, and then we headed over to we headed over uh, to the venue, and we hung out all afternoon. And we hung out under the tent, uh, helped out a little bit here and there when when we could, and then. Around four o'clock, I uh, allegedly dropped, um, and it had been since New Year's that I'd taken any since uh, since Sunday show of Deer Creek the last year since I'd taken like, uh, or I guess it was I guess I took a little bit at the gourds, um, but a, a, a decent sized amount. It had been quite a while, and. <laughs> So Evan and I had taken a couple laps. We hung out by one of the ponds earlier in the day. And we had run into this band that was going to be playing. So we go over and hang out by that band a little bit. And uh, <laughs> then Eli came over. And I had seen him meet, uh, from Mind at Large. And I had seen him um, each of the previous two days. But Sunday he came over. And we were kicking it, and then he goes, oh, by the way, I want to get you in on this thing I'm making for No Simple Road about this weekend. And he goes, so um, just say what fish means to you. So I went off on a thing. At that point, I was about, I want to say an hour and a half, maybe close to two hours in from dropping. And I was like, he didn't know. I was wondering why your answer was so long. Because <laughs> I was like, baby. Like, he has, like, a lot of recordings, you know what I mean? But yeah. now that makes sense, so. Yeah. I mean, he obviously didn't care. He could have cut you off, you know what I mean? At was, any point, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> I just kind of went. Uh, you should I tell him that now. He'd think that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. So then I go back to sitting down. At this point, Noah and his girlfriend Liv have showed back up. So we're kicking it with them and Evan and. 
you ask me to do, uh, I get my shit together and you go in the van and ask me to do something and you had been asking me to do things here and there since I had dropped and it wasn't anything too big so I didn't mind, but I hadn't told you yet. No. <laughs> and then I felt so guilty. <laughs> you asked me something that was just a little too much and I was like, baby, I'm sorry. I dosed like two and a half hours ago. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> And I was like, that's why you can... Oh, I know. I found the trash bags. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. I didn't ask you to do something. I was like, oh, I found the trash bags. I was like, yeah, I couldn't find those because... Uh... Mm-hmm. You're like, that's basically what I dropped. So I was like, oh, now that makes a lot more sense. Oops. It took me so long to get my shit together. And I that's had... what happens. That's okay. Allegedly found some powder and a press pill. And I was originally going to take the powder in, but then I was struggling to, like, weigh it out. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, ease of mind, I'm just going to take the press pill in. So we go in, and they kick off with fucking While My Guitar Gently Weeps. And Evan fucking loves the Beatles. Well, first off, when he walks in Sunday, he goes, hmm, we get in the venue, and he goes... Hmm, it feels different today. And I was mm. like, Sunday show, baby. <laughs> so they kick off with some Beatles, and it was so cool. He didn't believe it for a second, and then I saw it hit him like, holy fuck, they're kicking off with the Beatles. And at the end of that, he was like, he was like, what kind of fucking band closes with Zeppelin and then opens with the Beatles? And I was like, Sunday show, baby. I kept saying that all all night to him. <laughs> Sunday show, baby. <laughs> and so we're boogieing, we're boogieing. At the beginning of the set, he had allegedly taken another dose. So I was like, well, give me another one. Okay. Did Chief you take in, another red or another? <laughs> I did not take another. I thought about it. I thought about taking one more red and calling it quits, but I decided to do two greens instead and space them out. <clears throat> so I think during the moment was when the first green was peaking. Hmm. And the second green was maybe an hour, hour in or so. Yeah, I, I saw you take the second one. Anyway, so we, uh, you and Acacia get in, and so then we got the whole crew, and they played fucking Gaiuti, which they don't play much anymore. It's a tough one. And, uh, oh. It was so dope. It was my first time seeing it, and may not play it again for a while, so I'm super glad I got to see one. Uh, fucking Horn. I love Horn so yeah, much. Yeah, Horn was good. That was so fun. Wombat was fucking funky. It's a weird one. Yeah. Then, set break hits, and I eat my uh, allegedly eat my press pill, and then... <laughs> I hadn't taken one in a while, and I forgot that, like, you're supposed to swallow it. And you just let it sit in your And so instead, I put it in my mouth, and I bit into it. And I think that's why the inside of my mouth hurts. Oh. Because some of the pieces, I think, got, just went into the roof of my mouth and got absorbed that way. So I immediately was like, fuck. (laughs) Immediately, as soon as I bit down, it's like, yeah. Fuck. And then you were like, I was like, I really need some water. I'm going to go get some. And you're like, can you get me some too? Sure. 
So I go to find the bathroom line, and the bathroom line was super long, and I was like, hmm, I don't want to fucking stand this long in the bathroom line. So then I go back to where you guys are sitting, and Noah had said earlier that he had used a water bottle fill-up. So I asked him where he did that, and he showed me, and so I took off that way, and the line was super long, so I'm in this line, and this guy in front of me is very upset that the line was very long, and he was very drunk and I think very bored because of how long this line was. So he was trying to start a conversation with anybody around him, and kind of being loud and annoying, and no one really wanted to talk to him. So he looks at me and he goes, so where are you from? And I was like, oh, I'm from Dayton, Ohio. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I've run into so many people from Ohio today. And he's like, I don't understand why people live there. And As he lives in Indiana or something? I don't know where he was from, but uh, I just kind of smiled at him. Because I was really happy because I hadn't, I hadn't been that elevated in a very very long time where like there had been no anxiety since I had dropped not even a little bit and I hadn't had an experience like that in a really long time so I was very happy I just had this big cheesy grin on and he goes so what kind of music do you listen to and I was about to tell him about the new Kendrick album and I get to talking and he goes no 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 no. I mean local music from Dayton Ohio like some attitudes. <laughs> what? So I was trying to think about local Dayton bands that I knew, and he didn't like that I was taking a while, I guess. So then he starts, then another person says, well, do you listen to Krung Bin? So I started, I turned and had a conversation with him, and this guy didn't like that I turned around. So he's like trying to get in my face and speaking really loud, and I just ignored him. So he turns to do his own thing, and <laughs> at this point, this other guy comes up next to me and because the guy was like all right somebody entertain me come on and this guy's like I can do a little beat bit of beatbox and he goes let's hear it so he starts this motherfucker in my life in person I had never heard a beatboxer like that he was fucking insane insanely good I told him I was like man you got some fucking rhythm and he goes, yeah, I'm just, a, thanks, man. I'm just a laptop away from getting a setup to make my own beats and then beatbox over them. And I was like, fucking stick with it, man. You already got it. No worries. So we finally get to the front of the line. And it's the bored drunk guy's turn to fill up his water bottle. So he fills it up. Now he's complaining about the water pressure of the water fountain. <laughs> As he's filling it up. So he finally fills his water bottle and he takes it away. And he's still holding the button for the spout to be going off. And he goes, y'all remember these, those kids in the elementary school water line who would just stand there and let the water pour so you couldn't have your turn? And all of us, like, nobody says anything. We're all just kind of looking at him like, all right, dude, what are you doing? And so finally he stops and he turns around and the next guy comes up. And before he can take off, he turns around, and I'm still just, like, smiling. And he looks at me, and he goes, fine, I got a three-inch cock. (laughs) Jeez. 
You just spilled these. And, oh man, I, I busted out laughing. I couldn't not. I'm like, what the, what the fuck, dude? Do you think he actually has a three inch cock? <coughs> I don't know. Do you think he said that to finally get some, like a reaction? Based on his behavior, I think he actually has a three inch cock. <laughs> and he was like, fine. I do. <laughs> and feels the need to overcompensate by being loud and just kind of an asshole. Jesus. So I head back and right before the show started, this chick came up to me and gifted me this little plastic lizard and said, this is a lucky lizard. You're going to need this. And I want you to have this. There you so go. I kept my lizard with me and I come back as I'm walking back to get back to to y'all on the lawn they open up with sand and i'm like yes so i literally fucking walk all the way back to the spot just fucking getting it get back to the spot give you your water and they played a fucking 34 minute sand and it went through so many so many emotions and grooves and it was unfucking believable. Uh, definitely the hottest jam I think I've ever seen in person. Uh, what were your thoughts about it, baby? I was like, damn, this is a long song. <laughs> <laughs> well, they fucking Sunday peaked. was my least favorite show. It was intense Sunday. I feel uh, like that's why I don't. I can't trip on Sunday. <coughs> it was very intense because they was also make it fucked up. It's never just, like, their normal show. Saturdays are always my favorite show. Yeah. they. I, I feel like they tend to groove harder on Saturdays. Yeah, and that, I want to dance. I didn't dance very much on Sunday. But also, to be fair, I had... Saturday was more, like I said, the come for me because I had just had the most stressful day. Yeah. You know? But then Sunday, I worked the hardest before the show. You know, I was the busiest that day. Yeah. So, to be fair, I don't know, was it really the show or was I just tired? And then I also allegedly was on a substance, but nowhere near as much as you. you know? <laughs> um, so I was like, did I just not take enough? Because these are both uppers. You know what I mean? Like, am I just like not high? You know, like, am I, am I just like, ugh, now? Am I like, is my tolerance that high now? <laughs> or something, you know? No. Because I don't take them that often, but I did take mine somewhat more recent than you did. But no, yeah. you, no, you did. No, but it was mushrooms. Where I had taken actual LSD somewhat recently. Yeah. But still over a month ago. Um, but I also didn't, like, do any molly like you did. Mm-hmm. Like, as much. Yeah, that... That fucking press was intense. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. And so, after 35 fucking minutes, a little bit of a cool down with Sigma Oasis, but then in the bit of the jam, at the end of that, two notes in, I catch him go back into sand. And, like, that, the combination of the alleged L and the alleged press pill, I, I heard what they were doing it was it was it was insane how i was able to like hear what they were doing that quickly after they were doing it 
it was almost as if I was hearing them do it exactly in the same way that they were playing. It was it was bizarre. But anyway, so I heard them slip back into sand. I fucking lose my shit. And then like a couple seconds later, everybody loses their shit. Yes. Then, uh, 20 years later, which is on their first album back from coming back from Trey getting sober and kind of a reflection on, on that thing that he had in his life and, some, and just his friendships and things like that. Uh, and to have that song played on Sunday really meant a lot because it was two years and four months to the date uh, since I had had my last drink. Uh, so that really meant a lot, and that was when you and Acacia left. I like gave you a big old hug. Yeah, but I uh, we were leaving to the, uh, the uh, mango mango song. Oh, oh yeah, and that's yeah, that's what was the next fucking mango song. Then we get <coughs> rise come together, and until this particular moment, I had I had never gotten that song at a show I had tripped at, and. I was always kind of meh about it. Comes with a nice jam sometimes, but it hit me a lot differently this time. And I felt myself rising during it, especially during the jam at the end. Well, then they end it and they play free. And right before the lyrics come in, this fucking... I felt like I was slipping in and out of something a little bit. And then I see this fucking pyramid with the top triangle lifting up from the bottom part. And then they start <laughs> the lyric. And he goes, I'm floating in the blimp lot. Well, right before that, I hear Evan kind of quietly say, wake up. And as this triangle is spinning and rising up from the bottom of the pyramid, he says that, and the, the point peels back into like four triangles peeling back, and this eye comes out of the top of it. Right when Evan says, wake up. And I, I try and talk to him and like, dude, you just, you just caught it. You just caught something. And he kind of looked at me confused and was like, it doesn't matter, I'll tell you later. So, then the next lyric is fucking, I feel the feeling I forgot. And I just couldn't believe that that had just happened. Hmm. And the fact that it was Evan of all people who was right next to me and caught it happening. That just fucking blew my mind. And so then we get to the end of the show and Noah had to leave, and I sit down with Evan. Or I go over to Evan, and I was like, so dude, what I was trying to tell you earlier is that you fucking caught my third eye finally opening. And he's like, what? I was like, yeah, dude, you fucking caught it. And it was during fucking free, and you literally said, wake up. You told it to, you fucking told it to, <laughs> to fucking wake up. And he's like, dude, I didn't say that. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I heard, it was your voice, I heard you fucking say it. And he's like, I, pro I promise I didn't fucking say it. He was like, <coughs> what if, 
whoever it was who told you that just chose me to say it, but said it for me. Yeah. And I was like... But what if it was, like, Evan from, like, a different dimension? What the... Uh, yeah, or, yeah, diff- I don't know. And you were just able to hear it, because you were in the portal, you know what I mean? Like, you know... So, so maybe what if all of your <coughs> eyes at the same point right now are open? What? <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> I also got... Something told me that, that the venue is a portal. And when I told that to Evan, he goes, that makes perfect sense because you remember the fucking UFO we saw last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had totally forgotten about it, but on the way into the show Saturday night, uh, I think it was just Evan and I, but it might have been everyone, there was this orange dot that was just kind of floating up above the venue a little bit. Uh, And like other people who weren't there with us saw it too and like pointed it out. And then, like, when when this vision thing happened and I felt like I was moving in and out of something, something, like, didn't speak, but told me that the venue's a portal. And then Acacia's parents are, like, pretty deep into fucking history with Fish and the Dead. And she said when I told... When I came back to the tent later and told her that she's like yeah i've heard that i've heard that that's true and i looked it up on google and was like browsing through the internet a little bit yesterday couldn't find a thing about it so crazy shit crazy fucking crazy fucking sunday show yeah man that was the best and you had like pulled me aside and you're because i think you wanted me to stay the whole show i did i know <laughs> <laughs> and you're like you can take tonight off you can I was like, baby, I cannot. After I came back yesterday, I cannot not go out there and finish strong. You know. I'm, but, I'm, I'm ultimately glad that you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, otherwise this bet bill wouldn't have been it's so feasible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, do you think that's too loud? I'll just yell for right now. <laughs> I don't think it's too loud. Uh, but... It's like getting progressively louder as I speak. I'm going to sit up so it's easier. Uh, but I wanted to finish the weekend out so strong. And like, I'm I'm so fucking proud of myself for I'm handling I'm super proud it. of you too, baby. Thank you so much. And so many other people also said they were proud of me. And I think I really needed to hear that from like, I don't know, respectable lot people. You know what I mean? Like People Renee have came been over. A while. Renee, she literally told me about a story how she was like in a festival and there was an actual tornado nearby and it swooped <laughs> them up and everything was like tied down and stuff like that and still ruined everything three separate times. Wow. At this festival, and my first question was, "Did you get your money back?" She said, "No, I just set up again, and I did it again, and then I did it again, and I did it one last time." And that was the one that stayed. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that sucks. And she goes, but I'm very proud to see that you got up and did it again. Fuck yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah, thank you. Thank you. And like, I don't know, this time it... Just because we had a basic familiarity 
to these people last year, which it took us all year to get to know them the tiniest bit. We got to know, or I got to know them so much more this past weekend than I did all last year. Same. Because they were like, oh, you're back. You know what I mean? This wasn't a one-year thing. They don't care to get to know you if you're new because they go through them so fast. Right. You know? We came back, and I think they could sense that we were here to stay year after year after year. Yeah. You know? And it's only going to get better for us. And, like, yeah, we're young, but all of them started young. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I I get why they don't want to get to know some 20-something-year-olds <coughs> when they're, like... <laughs> not here to party anymore and then this is their job you know stuff like right. that you know but i feel like as soon as i sit down with them and be like yeah you can't party and work at the same time and then they're like hmm interesting that you're not here to be fucked up this is not your objective and that right. i really do want to work and like i stole some ideas from renee already because i saw her put a bungee cord up on the canopy with a paper towel on it mm-hmm. and i was like fuck yeah i saw that and she goes when i stepped by later she goes did you see that to do that and i was like i literally just copied you yesterday to do it and she was like that's how you really learn and i was like oh thanks that's copy really- the greats yeah yeah really and um to be able to cook grilled cheese on the fucking Blackstone. Fucking killer. You it killed would, it. Yeah. And I, like, found a setup that works best if I'm by myself. You know what I mean? Again, like, if we ever need to do that again. Mm-hmm. You know? Or <clears throat> not even if I have to work by myself, but you could do a flashlight on the cooler and handle the money out in front of the tent to pull people in. And I can still be in the back. Yeah. You know? But I have to cook where they can see it. I got so many more stops. I just really don't like doing that because of COVID. You know? Yeah. That does suck. Because everyone's literally actively breathing on my stuff. Yeah. So, that's gross. But, besides that, I had a blast. And Sunday was the best day. We did did more Sunday than we did Friday and Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it really helped. We sold out of the crab rangoons. Well, kind of. I found one stack of crab rangoons. Green, rangoons in the fridge <laughs> I was salty as hell <laughs> that I found them but whatever <laughs> that was not that many orders it was only 10 orders total mm-hmm. yeah uh, but I sold out and then sold out of the grilled cheese we had so we fucking killed it yeah, yeah. it was an amazing weekend and I hit the goal for the weekend too once I realized after like I paid live and the money I did spend you know what I mean we hit our goal yes yeah. that's dope yeah yeah yeah, it was an amazing weekend, and Evan and I stayed up all night, and <laughs> we did some more substances, allegedly, and smoked a shit ton, and we've known each other now since uh, 2012, so Jeez. 10 years. 10 years, and this this time we had... That's wild! I know, right? This time we had together on Sunday was... And we will be pausing here. And we're back. So, <clears throat> I was just saying that uh, my buddy Evan and I really got to bond this weekend on a whole other level. And just sharing that experience together there at the show and um, him, like, immediately understanding where I was coming from and being able to help, like, sit my mind around it. For the first little bit of me coming to this understanding was really special. 
Hmm. And uh, I fucking love you, man. If you're listening. <laughs> I like that you guys didn't make me feel like I couldn't hang out with you guys. Yeah, for a part of the tent, Jordan, a part of the tent hang, Jordan came in and we listened to Dark Side of the Moon and we just fucking shot the shit and it was awesome. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. And I came with an, a yolkless egg. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool. <coughs> it was really fucking cool. I just like was like, guys, it just it's was, yolkless. I was like, it's the biggest egg in the carton, but it is the lightest egg of the carton. And you guys were like, what? <laughs> I was like, thank you for sharing the excitement with me. <laughs> you came to the right people. <laughs> I did, I did. And like, Acacia had already went to bed. Yep. And like, it took me so long to put anything away that night. Because I was potentially a little spun a little bit still. But like, not functioning anymore. Because I just worked three basically triple shifts. Opening, mid, and closer. You yeah. Know? And, like, nobody helping me put the stuff away was, like, the hardest part, because, like, I was, yeah, the one person that said they would didn't, you know, and it was a little frustrating, and, uh, yeah, and then I would just be, like, putting all this stuff away, and then by the end of the weekend, I ended up not even putting anything away. <laughs> I was like, if they fucking steal it, they steal it, I guess, you know what I mean? But not really, I mean, I put the heaviest and then my high quality stuff away but like and like the my thing of beer yeah and that's it because that's what people steal is beer out of your cooler right you know what i mean so i don't that's i would put that stuff away but i didn't put like my uh uh like tables and or anything away so yeah like the actual stuff that could be picked up and walked away yeah it was overall an amazing weekend at least for me yeah i uh really had a great time and i am pumped now to take all the energy that was kicked up, all the all the things I learned this weekend, and just move forward and uh, continue to integrate them and ride whatever this is that I'm that I'm on to now. So it was really fun getting to do an episode just us two. Yeah, we haven't done one in a while. I know we're gonna have a friend of ours on it soon, but you can't know yet. <laughs> but maybe it's because we potentially forgot to do it when we were hanging out with said person. And if you are a Patreon subscriber, when we have a guest on, we uh, release the week or the couple days before, if I remember. I did not remember to do that with Jonathan Fox from Fox Burrows Barbecue. But this next guest episode, I will remember. You heard it here. Remember to check out all our avenues of support and to help spread the word about the show. And we love you so much, and we'll catch you on down the road. Bye.